Greeting seven second delay fans. Tonight we bring you an all new retrospective clip show. Tonight's clips were produced kindly by Paul C. and Zachary and Irwin. So thanks to all of them for the 15 clips that we are going to air tonight. The first one here by Paul C. Uh, has Andy uh, explaining why he was not able to make it tonight. <clears throat> um, okay, let's see here. Uh, Couldn't you make it in? There we go. Wait, I know I had a reason. All right, so here is Andy's all-purpose excuse to kick off tonight's clip show. Hey, why are you on Skype tonight? Um, why couldn't you make it in? Wait, I know I had a reason. Yeah, you never told me the reason. I just kind of accepted that you weren't going to make it in. Wait, I didn't know you'd ask me this. I'm completely caught off guard. Hold on. Wait, hold on. My father died of pancreatic cancer? That was like 30 years ago. Hold on. Okay, that's, okay. I could do better. More like 40 years ago. Yeah. It still haunts me? Uh, I dreamt about him last night. Yeah? I still, every time I drive, I see him hitchhiking. <laughs> <laughs> and now I'm afraid to drive. That's good. Uh, that, that, that is good. Okay, so I'm Skyping it in. Okay. Because you're afraid to drive because every time you drive, your dead father, father. Your dead father keeps appearing as a hitchhiker. <laughs> yes. There you go. Well, thanks for Skyping it in tonight. Hey, if anybody's listening and wants to get... Uh, Wants to get a day off. Just call your boss. Do what I just did. See how easy it was? Every time I drive, I see my dead father hitchhiking. Yeah. I'd rather not drive in today. That was clip number one. Clip number two now is courtesy of listener Tim Hansen. And uh, this one can be called Affection Chicken as opposed to Dead Air Chicken, and uh, it's a montage of zingers. Hey, can we get on with the show? You can do whatever you want. Okay. Have you heard the new Neil Young album? No. Have you heard the new James Taylor album? No. Now we have like... What would you say to Neil Young? You would just go weak in the knees. You'd embarrass all of us. No, I would say big fan. That's what I would say. <laughs> What can you say to somebody like Neil Young? Why don't you say fourth biggest fan? <laughs> All right. That's a better line. It is. Yeah. Now, here's what I would say. Hey, hey, hey. I was a huge fan of Crosby, Stills, Nash, and Young. Which one were you? <laughs> were you the fat one or the one that sang like a girl? <laughs> hey, Ken, you're on fire today, buddy. Thank you. Can you come to Germany with us? I can't. Oh, I wish he could. Well, you oh, yeah. Come to Amsterdam, too. Come to Amsterdam. Oh, hey, Ken, you'll like Amsterdam. And when we're off the air, I'll tell you why. I would love to go to Amsterdam. I'll bet you come would. Have you ever been to Amsterdam? I have been to Amsterdam. Oh, I, well, you know why that's funny? They have a whole plaza named after Ken there. <laughs> Inexplicable, huh? Yeah. There's only one theory I have about that. They they've, heard, they've heard enough of FMU broadcasts. To know that you're not technically in show business. I have. The legal definition of show business includes the word entertainment. Hey, congratulations. Congratulations to you. I know you've had a really big week. I have. It's uh, three erections. (laughs) Wait, what are you talking about? (laughs) See, that's That's how you do it. That's comedy, buddy. That's how you do it. That's textbook. Huh. Yeah. People so that have had enough of it. That's your People job. that have hit bottom. Got it. Hey, will you call me the minute you hit bottom? I will. I will. I'll drop whatever I'm doing. I'll call collect, but I will call. I can't wait. Or have the nice police officer call. <laughs> if you were with your, Have your caseworker call or your parole officer. The you, minute you hit bottom. Here's the thing, Andy. Yeah. If you're with the good cop, you haven't hit bottom yet. <laughs> hey, kids, remember this. If you're with the good cop... That means you have not hit bottom. 
It's not until you're with the bad cop, then you're at yeah. the bottom. You'll edit all that. Yeah. I'll I got it. I'll take that out. Yeah. I didn't need I need. I need that one. That, that didn't. That, I want that line. Okay. Oh, my God. Hypocrisy, thy name is Friedman. <laughs> no. Yes. My middle name is Hypocrisy. Dear God. I can't believe it. Hey, buddy. It's Evan Breckman. It's my. It's okay. my. Hey, Evan. Hey, Evan. Wait, Evan. He, Evan can do this. I'm here for two reasons. One, I'm just saying I love you, Ken. Dad, not so much. <laughs> love you, Ken. I, I love, love you, Evan. I love you very much. I, Kevin, uh, Evan, I love you. I love you very much too. Why are Who you? Cares? Why do you have your fingers crossed, Andy? Who, I'm just scratching my finger. <laughs> Also, who cares? Um, I got a, a, I got a who, I got a who cares from my son just then. <laughs> uh, other other roommates. Hey, of let, Andy, let's see how way. let's see how far we can go, Ken. You're my best friend. You're my best friend. I love you. I love you. I love you more. I'm physically attracted to you. That's great. Come here right now. <laughs> we can play. We can play affection chicken. <laughs> that we already are. Uh, I win. <laughs> yes, you do. <laughs> I know Wednesdays are always pretty good around here. It's staff hand job day. No, not anymore. Human resources took care of that. Oh, we should do that every week. I'm thinking of a word. Foreskin. I'm thinking of a word. Let's do that. Let's do that next week. I'm thinking of a word. Yeah, I'm thinking of a word. Try to guess the word. Well, that's very close to an idea that Shut Up Weirdo did one time. What did they do? They did, I am thinking of a number between one and a thousand. That was actually a great show, amazingly enough. I'm thinking of a Shut Up Weirdo show that they did recently. Okay. Can, can you think of what it was? Was it the one where they were thinking of a number? Yes. Yeah. Hello, this is longtime listener, first time clip maker Zachary. In last week's seven second delay, I mentioned that one of my favorites was the Bachelor Party episode from 2004. This particular installment I haven't listened to in a long time, so when re listening to it, I was delighted by all of the raw material. The most astounding part is that throughout almost the entire episode, Andy is happy and can't stop talking about it. I decided to make this the focus of my montage this evening. With his wedding to Beth less than a week away, Andy lets the zingers fly about everything going on in his life, and it couldn't be more funny. Ken is in great form, too. The chemistry between them and the callers is simply magical. And Andy accomplishes his bachelor party goals. I encourage all 7 Second Delay listeners to check out this episode from January 21st, 2004, in the archives on WFMU.org. And now, onto a rare and elated Andy. Our topic is... Uh... My marriage, and, and we're going to do a bachelor party over the air. We're going to try to get a little party going uh, over the phone. We, we'd love, if there are strippers listening, we'd love to get a stripper. It doesn't have to be a professional stripper. I think it should be someone that's done it professionally. Wouldn't that be hot? That, that's fine. I also need friends. I don't have any real friends. I'm, I'm a real friend. I also need friends. Or I was a real friend before you did <laughs> not invite me to your wedding. You're invited. <clears throat> you're not only invited, you're going to say uh, four or five of the Hebrew prayers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> can I hide the afikomen? Yeah, you can hide the afikomen. I think we have the... Uh... Oh, and you know who else we need? Okay, let's go. Wait, hold on. Here we need a stripper. We need someone to give a toast, right? We yeah. need someone to get drunk. Let's do all of this. Okay. Someone to get drunk. What else? Somebody to pass out. Well, we, we'll never have that. And we already did that anyway. Yeah, we had a guy pass out. Wait, a stripper, someone to give a toast, somebody, and an old friend to tell stories about, hey, maybe a real old friend would call. That's, that could happen. I thought you didn't have any old friends. I, I don't have friends that I like. That's my problem. Right. Do you like your friends? I do. Do you really? Yeah. Oh, you're blessed. That's what makes them friends. Oh, yeah, I get it. You want to hear something kind of sad? This is kind of all right. I'm having fun. Did you have a bachelor party for your first marriage? A couple friends and I went out, like, just to a bar. Uh-huh. And then last weekend, I went out with my brother-in-law to Atlantic City. Oh, so that was your real bachelor party. Well, it was just, we just went to Atlantic City. To the casinos. Yeah. I don't know how you can go back to those things. <laughs> you and I went to a casino in Atlantic City. We uh, <laughs> Have you ever had a stripper at a bachelor party? Yes. 
Am I? Are you making fun of my list? No. No, I have a list also. At my bachelor party. I have a list. In case you hadn't noticed. I'm not even sure whether my lisp is worse than yours or not. Because you know how vulnerable I'm feeling. I, I, I'll, I'll do my best. You know what, Sam? This is really great. This is like I'm having a fun time. You're really enjoying this. I am. Wow. This is what it's like to be like in the in crowd. I don't know why we didn't ask for fake friends to call years ago. I'm going to do this This every is the week. happiest I've ever seen you during this show. <laughs> this is like... Instead of, like, going to dances in seventh grade and standing in the corner and reading the album jackets, you know, like I used to do. This is like being a real friend, a real guy. <laughs> this Isn't it? You know what? I'm having a great time. All right. This let's might take, be my favorite show ever. Let's take another call. I feel like I have real friends. I feel like I have a life. I feel like one of the guys. Hi, you're on the air. Welcome to Andy's Bachelor Party. Really be drinking. Someone to really get drunk on the air uh, so we can... Uh, we can experience that vicariously. But also, i got to say that Andy really loves people calling up, pretending to be good old friends of his. Yeah, I do. It's incredible. I truly do. Yeah. <laughs> I like you them just, better than my real friends. You just light up. I do. My, real, my real friends annoy me to no end. Hi, you're on the air. Welcome. How many friends do you think you have? Not many. How many? I don't know. I only How many would you say? How many close friends do you have? I don't know. Three? Including you. That's how pathetic it is. I love you, too. You're on my list, too. My short list. My A list. Hi, you're on the air. It's been a good bachelor party. This is the happiest I've ever seen you during a show. All these people calling in pretending to be your friend. <laughs> that is pretty sweet. That is pretty sweet. They're calling in They're calling in despite knowing that you are a buzzkill. This has been great. Okay, let's put the next caller on the air. No more calls. Let's put him on the air anyway. Nobody to put on the air. You, Captain Buzzkill, strikes again. I'm having too much fun for you, Ken. You don't like to see it? Oh, this has been the greatest hour of my life. <laughs> Thanks for doing this, Ken. Bye. Bye. I, I'd like to thank Herb and all my pals, all my friends. My friends were all here. They all came out. Toasts were made. Dances were danced. This has really been a great show. I'll it do really this every has. week. Yeah, you really are happy. It's... I, I've been, I've, I've, I've had a taste of what it's like to be popular and have friends. <laughs> this is WFMU Storage, WXHD Mount Hope, and WFMU.org. You go, baby. And I'll see you at the wedding. We'll see you there. A week hey, from next, Sunday night next at Arturo's. Just say you're a seven-second delay listener, and, and you'll you get, yeah, you get, you get, get in the door. And uh, next, time I'm, uh, next time I'm here, I'll have a ring on my finger. And I'll be miserable again. It'll be the old Andy. Thank you, Zachary, for that clip. And uh, did you hear how Zachary recorded his own introduction to that? That's how you do it. If you would like to create a clip for a future clip show, uh, along with an introduction, you can always email them to me at ken at wfmu.org. Our next clip tonight was produced by Paul C. And this is from a classic seven-second delay episode, the Don McLean hot air balloon death hoax on February 12th, 2014. Give me a minute. I'm going to think of something nice to say okay. about Don McClain. All right. Give me a minute. All right. I have something nice to say. Go ahead. He had a very sweet singing voice. No, I can't. I can't honestly say that. You Hold don't on. like, you didn't like his voice? He had a yeah. great voice. Yeah, he had a good for voice. For that kind of thing, you know. He knew all the, he could remember all the words to American Pie. Well, he wrote something. He wrote the damn song. Well, we co-wrote it. You co-wrote it. So, I he, didn't, so I didn't. now, even on the day that he died, you're going to continue with this joke that you wrote part. I of. didn't. I never. I never claimed I co-wrote the whole song. I helped. I see. And what part? Uh, yeah, what what part did you write? Uh, I once drove a Chevy to near a levee, and I remembered that, and I suggested that that might help. That's in the, like in the chorus. That's a big part of the song. I that's I helped in the chorus. Drove my Chevy to the levee. Yeah, and the levee was dry. Well, Don wanted to say the levee was damp. I said, and I said, well, maybe we could do better. And that and that's that's how I remember. Yeah, because it. damp doesn't rhyme with whiskey and rye. Well, that was a different line too. <laughs> well, oh, well, what was he going to rhyme with damp? Handicap ramp. <laughs> It was a whole different. It was a whole different chorus. I think I helped. 
But I never claimed I wrote like all the verses were his. I helped with the chorus. You two did work together well. So you wanted to? He wanted to call it. Drove my Chevy to the levee, but the levee was damp, and good old boys <laughs> were rolling down the handicap ramp. And it was you, the first. It was a first draft. It was you a helped, first draft. Let me tell you, you helped him a lot. Because if he had gone with that thank line, you. thank you. The song thank never you. ever would have been a hit. It wouldn't have been as big. No, it I, wouldn't I, have been a hit at thank all. Thank you. Thank you. That clip was courtesy of Irwin. I wish I knew who that was laughing in the background, but I have no idea. Here's another one that Irwin put together with a reference to the old show that Andy used to do on WFUV with his sidekick, Injun Bob. We're at 201-209-9368. If you're in a work situation, you're uh, in a store, you're in an office, you're a receptionist, and you're forced to listen to bad music, Give us a call and hold up the phone. Okay, let's uh, put our first call on the air. Hi, you're on the air. No, you no, love the show. There's nobody calling. You can't believe you got through. There's nobody We there. really appreciate your call. Where are you calling from? There's nobody there. Huh. Maybe you have music on hold where you work. You can call us and tell us the phone number of your workplace, and then we'll call up and listen to your hold music. It's not quite the same because nobody has to listen to their own hold music. Right. Nobody has to suffer through their own hold music. You want to hear something sad? Oh, wait. I'm sorry. Wait. Let me. How about this? Yeah. Maybe you have recently called a, a company, had to listen to really bad hold music, and can share that number with us. Right? Ah, that's good. And then we can call the number and sympathize with you. Right. You want to know something sad? Yeah. I have the option of putting WFMU on hold here on the WFMU phone system. Yes. No can do. Because people won't stay on the phone. Right. It's just too weird. Yeah. The stations, it's just inappropriate for it's, being on hold. I think the word you're looking for is off-putting. It's an off-putting yes. sounding Oh, station. absolutely. Yeah. It repels people. <laughs> yeah. Man, I'd love to have just, I'd love to be five minutes in the room with the station manager around here. I'd give him a talking to. <laughs> if he'd ever have the, the, the nerve to come out of his little cave because and people, face me. People who call us yeah. are they're, usually not listeners. Yeah, they're civilians. They're yeah. innocent bystanders. Right. Exactly. They've wandered they've wandered into our net. Ex- exactly. And we don't want to scare them. Exactly. Yeah. Maybe maybe we should put another radio station on hold. So when you call WFMU, you get WFUV. May I suggest um, any other station would work? <laughs> Is uh, are you still doing the Engine Bob show at WFUV? Yeah, it's going great. Yeah, that's good. They they know how to appreciate a, a over the hill bald Jew performer. That's good. Yeah, you and Engine Bob still have the magic. We do. You can't fake that kind of chemistry. Like it's you and I, you know how we fake it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and I people do. can kind of smell it. Uh-huh. It's not real. I know. You know, it's not rubbing it in. Yeah, I'm jealous enough of Engine Bob. Yeah. Here's another clip from Irwin in which Andy looks forward to dementia and old age. Uh, we missed you last week. Yeah, great show last week. We do what we can. It, it was it was a really funny show. Uh, well, I missed you, but... Joe I'm, Franklin. I'm, oh, man. What a, what a, what a mensch. Yeah. And, uh, do you the, think he remembers the show now? It's been a week later. I you think it. if I called him, he would know who I was? I doubt it. I doubt it, too. Yeah, you know, once you get past a certain age, you can't make new memories anymore. Oh, man, I can't wait for that. <laughs> I just can't wait. I'm really looking forward to old age. I'm looking forward to the drooling, the strokes, a lot of TV. Yeah. Oh, my God, you get wheeled around. Adult diapers. I'm really, there's no downside. Nothing yeah. you've said so far is a negative. You can't wait for the adult diapers. I, I've, I've seen you. Oh, my God, the dementia. <laughs> <laughs> I just can't. I really am looking forward to all of it. I don't understand the argument against it. The pain. <laughs> the pain, the confusion. The pain's okay. You know why? It's going to be over soon. The loneliness. Followed by death. <laughs> the loneliness I'll take. The it's all good. It's all good. Yeah? Yeah. Can't wait. You won't be one of those guys in the nursing home saying, like, everybody else has visitors. I'm going to be the guy in the Where nursing home. 
Where are my visitors? I'm going to be saying, hey, this is a bit of all right. How long has this been going on? You do get to play a lot of poker in the nursing home. Is that what they play now? Yep. They, they do all sorts of things. They bring in professional uh, poker dealers. Yeah. That sounds great to me. Yep. Well, I'll, you ought, you ought I'll, to meet sp- you, I'll meet you there. Yeah. You ought to spend a week uh, volunteering at some nursing home. Oh, no. And see how well you like it. <laughs> Since you can't, you can't wait. As a little preview. They're open right now. You don't need to wait until you're 85, Andy. If I can get into a nursing home now as a patient, I would like kill them in like volleyball and tetherball. <laughs> Finally, I'd be the jock. I'd be big man on campus. Yeah, I got news. They ain't playing tetherball or volleyball. If I could talk them into playing tetherball, I've got them. That trophy is mine. Now po- there's poker is the most active thing I ever saw. Well, you know, you have the physical therapy room. Yeah, I guess yeah. they uh, they wait for the dealers to come to shuffle the deck. Right. Shuffling is a tough one. Here's the final clip produced by our own Irwin, in which Andy and I reflect on recent natural disasters. Hey man, very sorry to hear about your boiler. It wasn't my boiler. It was my Honda minivan. Oh, what happened? Oh, nothing. Neighbor's tree fell on it. That's all. Totaled it. Oh, is that the same neighbor whose dog? It's a goner. The the same neighbor whose dog you tried to electrocute? I don't remember that. Yeah. This was a 90-foot tree. Uh Uh-huh. Must have weighed like five tons. I, you know, luckily I I caught the tree and held it up while the rest of the family managed to get out of the car. Uh Uh-huh. That's good. Maybe next time you'll park the car in a safer place. Yeah, maybe next time the tree will fall in a different direction. Yeah. And how did you do with the Hurricane Irene? Great. I heard you had a little flooding. Yeah, I had two feet of water in the basement. Damaged some uh, important home equipment, which I'd rather not mention. But the good news was uh, it did get uh, some of your old albums. Yes, it did get it. Thank God for that. Okay, so that's a that's some kind of yeah, ray of sunshine. 1,500 of my LPs. You'll okay, be, so it wasn't all bad news. Right. You'll be happy to know those yeah. were destroyed. Yeah. I think, I don't know God personally, never met the man, uh, but I think those LPs of yours were what he was after. I think the whole East Coast storm was so he could take a shot at those uh, records of yours. How can I find out. Uh, having heard your music, I think it's a safe bet. Uh-huh. I think I know God's musical taste better than you. Yeah, what is God's musical taste? I know he hates your morning show. Uh-huh. <laughs> he stopped listening like five years ago. He did pledge about six or seven <laughs> years ago. Yeah. But you're right, he'd never pay he his pledge. He stopped listening, he'd never pay his pledge. Yeah. Wouldn't you agree that this storm last weekend was worse than Katrina? Uh, no. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't think so. Oh, I think it was. It was worse for us up yeah, here. that's up, what I mean. Yeah, up here in the Northeast. Well, Katrina happened to people far away that I don't know. Right. This storm affected me. Yes. And, and my family. And me. Yeah. And so my family. So now I'm going to ask the question again. Don't you agree this was worse than Katrina? Yes. Yeah. For me, it was. Yeah. For, uh, who, who else? Who for else me, matters? For me, it was the worst storm ever. Exactly. For me, too. <laughs> it was the perfect storm. Yeah. Damn tree. Yep. Got to buy a new car. Maybe you should get a car. Your next car should have a stronger roof. Yeah, one of those tree-resistant models. Yeah. What kind of car was it that was destroyed? It was a uh, Honda. Mm-hmm. Honda minivan. Honda minivan. Yeah, those have like cardboard roofs, I think. I know they have tree-attracting roofs. They have uh-huh. some, kind, some kind of chemical. If a tree is falling in any direction, it will lure the tree. Well, have you uh, reported it to your insurance company? It's or? covered, baby. They are, they are going to pay out? Well, they're going to pay whatever the value of the car is as of as of last week. Wow. You know, we're going to lose money but if did, we did replace you ma- the car. We have a good policy. They pay double if the object had any sentimental value, mm-hmm. which we di- which this one did. Wow. So it was a pretty sweet policy. What was the sentimental value of it? Uh, we had some good times. We um, we made some nice family day trips in it, uh-huh. sang some songs in it. And we told them that story, and they doubled our uh, our payback. Wow. Yeah, it's a good company. Yeah, that's great. Are you going to get uh, money back for your damage in your basement? No, because none of it had any sentimental value. Oh, there was no sentimental value? None. I know the records certainly did not. Well, no, I actually uh, had my records organized, so the really crappy ones were on the bottom shelf. So those are, it's the crappy ones that got destroyed. I don't really even care about the albums that got destroyed. It was this other two other devices, which I really should not mention. Two other devices? Yeah. 
that you really should not mention. Yeah. Did one of them resemble the masturbation rider from that Cone Brothers movie, Burn After Reading? Well, I'm a more mo- that one? a more modernized version of it. Salt water got into your masturbatorium. <laughs> that was I. I'd love to have heard no. that phone call. No. Hello. That's hello. Not- hello. Is this Chubb homeowners? Yeah, we built a mass. My wife and I built a masturbatorium. Well, we renovated it three years ago. It was actually... Flooded. There's two feet of water in it. Sewage is what did in my masturbatorium. I think it could have survived salt water. Yeah. The older models <laughs> were designed to take sewage. You're on the air. Thanks for yeah, calling. I say, Ken, uh, the beach is flooded out right now at Sandy Hook. No. Yeah. It's, no. Uh, the, I, just saw, I just saw pictures today. The new beach is flooded? Open. It's not going to be open until after Labor Day. Oh, my God. No, wait. Just remind me why anyone cares. The nude beach. Were, were at you Sandy plan- Hook. Were you planning to go? No, but I mean, I, how much worse can this hurricane get? Yeah, it's worse than Katrina because it's affecting you and me and our listeners. Yeah. I'm so sorry, Hunter. That's okay. I just need uh, alternate plans for this weekend now. Hang the, in there, Hunter. Katrina was just amusing to watch. It was just people jammed into the Astrodome. It was just sort of a little, yeah, it mo- was like, a, like a, one of those bad reality shows. Most of the country was horrified uh, by the scenes. So. By the oh, scenes. no, they would, tell, they would tell pollsters they were horrified. Yeah. But they were amused by it. People in boats in the middle of the street in a boat. That's well, funny. There's, there's been plenty of that. That's funny. There's been plenty of that right here in New Jersey. But this. People in boats. I saw that myself. People in boats in the middle of the street. This, was, this has been horrific. This has been the worst storm in history. And I'll tell you why, people. A tree fell on my car. Yes. My car. Yeah. And whose fault was it to park it right underneath where the tree fell? Beth's. Oh, really? She parked it? not her fault. I mean, we park it there all the time. And who ordered the tree-attracting roof? Well, that was something. You know, the tree-repellent coating costs $20, and we should, in hindsight, we should have gotten the tree-repellent coating on the roof. That call featured Andy's former nemesis, Hunter. Rest in peace. Still looking for a new nemesis for Andy. Tonight is a retrospective clip show. Next week, Seven Second Delay will be live once again, I am sorry to say. Uh, Now we're going to go into a series of clips that were produced by listener Paul C. This one is from March 19th, 2014, in which Andy reads from his diary. Mrs. Brody drove me home today, but she dropped me off halfway and I had to walk. I was freezing. Now, this is all true. This I couldn't is, make this up if I wanted to. I, I know. Cantor was lousy also. That's me going to practice my bar mitzvah. I started reading Against Time today. It seems pretty good. <laughs> and that's my diary. Hey, I think, I think my life was pretty full back then. Yeah. This is January 6th. This morning, Dad hit Mr. Frank's car. No one was hurt. Today I gave Grandpa his present, a late Hanukkah present, a wooden fish. (laughs) Tonight I saw the birds on TV. It was pretty scary. It was Dad's birthday. I gave him pens. (laughs) Are there any jokes in this diary? Can you find your first joke? Dear God, I don't even know if I was alive. I know. Nothing. Nothing. no, I have no emotions. I'm not emotionally invested in anything. I must have thought my life was so interesting, intrinsically interesting. All I had to do was write down what I was doing. Yeah, we've heard a lot of diaries already, and yours are the most boring entries of anybody's. You go to hell. Yeah, you're, it's, there, it's kind of like I'm starting to think that you have Asperger's or something based on these diary <laughs> entries. It's like you don't understand what's well, hold going on. on. Can I t- <laughs> around you? Can I tell you? Can I tell you about January eighth? And yes. you'll take it all back, please. We boiled water in lab today. <laughs> you do. You have Aspergers. You think boiling water is worth writing about? We boiled water. Let's have dueling di- uh, diary entries. Okay. And we'll see. This will be. This will be a good way to contrast. Our writing styles. Go ahead. 
Okay, hold on. Let me get it. Let me get one. You just pick one at random. Vote. It doesn't matter. I'll read no, one it sentence. It doesn't matter. March eighteenth, nineteen seventy-six. January. Okay. Hold on. My turn. January tenth, nineteen sixty-eight. Okay, you go ahead. Okay, Damascus, Virginia, to Sandy Flats, lean to. Okay, Bob Moody wants me to pay him one dollar because <laughs> because <laughs> because about four years ago, Caroline gave me money. <laughs> Got up fairly early, but not really. School was okay. Got all of our S together. I started a new shop project. It's a box. (laughs) (laughs) That was listener Sheldon calling in on that show from March 2014. In this next clip, Andy reflects on the international dateline. 201-209-9368. Andy, please meet. Jeff in Sacramento. Hi, Jeff. Hey, Andy. How are you? I'm living a dream. So you're uh, you're out there. You're three hours ahead of us. Yeah. So, so you, yeah, you've already you've already three hours three hours behind. Yeah. Oh, three hours behind. Oh, yeah. that's right. This hasn't happened yet. But well, that'll happen yeah. in three hours. What will happen in three hours, Andy? I don't know. I don't understand how that stuff works at all. We're 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 in the same time as he. It, 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 we're both in now. Us and Jeff are both. When I was when I was younger, I used to fantasize about moving to an island in the Pacific, uh-huh. where the international dateline bisected the island. Yeah. It went right across the island, and building a house right on the international dateline. Interesting. That was my little fantasy. And then in my fantasy, because I was not the brightest kid, not the sharpest tool in the shed, uh-huh. I would imagine. I could go into the kitchen and listen to the results of a big horse race <laughs> and then walk like, into the living room and pick up the phone and like, place, place a bet. Like that well, movie, hey, The Andy, Grifters. How about this? This is Halloween. If you cut your finger off in that time zone and then pulled your hand back, would your finger not be cut off until the next hour? Yeah. Or if you, yeah. I imagine if I had like a 24-hour flu, I'd feel fine <laughs> in the bedroom. But I'd be sick every time I walked into the den. <laughs> That's kind of what I pictured. But guys, I was in my 30s, you know, <laughs> no reason to expect. That's me to very know. similar to the fantasy that I had as a kid. I can imagine. Yeah, which was to build a clubhouse inside the middle of the Holland Tunnel, half of which <laughs> was in New York and half of which was in New Jersey. Yeah, that's fantastic. And then I could that's buy pro- a- I could buy products in one side of the house yeah. and then move to the other side of the house and sell them for a profit. Yeah, because they don't tax cigarettes quite as Exactly. Hard. All sorts is all sorts of situations yeah. like that. That is the lame version of my fantasy. <laughs> well, I didn't know. I thought that's, I made it up. <laughs> you did. I went for it. I swung the bat. <laughs> I think I think my just, fantasy was just budded the ball. Holland Tunnel. How realistic is it for you to have your island on the international dateline? That's not even real. There is no island on the international dateline, but there is a Holland Tunnel, and there is a boundary between New York and New Jersey inside it. <laughs> okay, I, and what, also, what was your reaction, was your reaction to their application for a clubhouse? <laughs> Um, there's, it's still being considered. Yeah, I know. Well, there's a lot of red tape because there's two jurisdictions that have to. Exactly. I know. It's very tough. Yeah. Actually, three jurisdictions. It's New York, New Jersey, as well as the Port Authority. So it's very bureaucratic. There's like 18 hurdles along the way. <laughs> yeah. And at any that. point, they can just ruin your dream. But I've made it up to like the seventh or eighth hurdle. There must be an island on the international dateline. How could there not be? Because the international dateline skirts the islands. If you notice, if you look it at the does? Inter- yes, if you notice, you mean, the- it's, you mean it's not a straight line? No, it's not a straight line. It actually goes around islands. A ship, an anchored ship, will do the same right on the dateline. Well, you'll have to have a very tight anchor because otherwise, the wind is going to blow you on one side or the other of the dateline. Oh yeah, like your your Holland Tunnel clubhouse is so realistic. <laughs> At least it's not subject to the wind blowing me into New Jersey. When well, you want to be <laughs> well, this is it. it. This is the stupidest thing we've ever talked about. This is it. Rock bottom. Congratulations, Thank we've you. done it. Thank you, we've done it. 
It's always good to top ourselves. Oh my God. It's a, it's a good feeling. Uh, our next clip is also by Paul C. And this is the first of two clips tonight in which Andy plays the race card. Oh, hi, Mary. Yes. Hi, my name is Andy, and I'm calling from WFMU, and you're on the radio. Oh, really? Yes. Oh. And uh, we're doing a little experiment today, and we just called people out of the phone book, and I'm so glad we got your name. Oh, yeah, the lady had called me before. Exactly. We wanted to make sure you were home. We ha I have my uh, co-host uh, co here, and his name is Ken. And we're doing a little experiment. We have a little 9-volt battery. You know the kind of battery that you put on, like, little radios? Yeah. The little 9-volt one. They're not very big or powerful. And we're just doing a little experiment. It's hooked up to his arm. And we're just trying to see if, uh, you know, Ken has some pretty crazy opinions about the world. And, and uh, I think he should be punished for some of his thoughts. He has some horrible thoughts, some of the things he thinks and says. And Can't I think be no horrible in mine. Oh, well, then you guys, then you certainly understand. I think... Uh, some people, when they think these horrible thoughts, it's good for them to get a little shock, to get a little punishment. And uh -huh. if and we're going to leave it up to you. If you say shock him, if you push, do you have a touch-tone phone? Uh -huh. If you push one of those buttons, Ken will get a little shock. Okay. To teach him a lesson that the world is not such a horrible place. Okay. Okay? For example, I think uh, policemen should uh, identify themselves as policemen before they stop someone on the street. Of course they I should. I think racial profiling is a, is a bad thing. It is. Yeah, okay. Well, you want to talk to Ken about that, not me. Okay. Okay. Well, Ken on. Well, Ken's Mar on the air right now. <laughs> Mary, I'm right here. <laughs> Ken's on the air right now. So I think Ken might, you might want to teach Ken a little lesson. All you have to do is push one of those little buttons on your phone. Okay. Mary. Okay, let's try it. You want, if you agree with me, let's give it a try. Okay. Mary, I've done nothing wrong. <laughs> I'm hooked up to a to a car battery. No, it, it is, is not. It is not, it is not a little Mary, nine volt it battery. It is not a car battery. Oh, they ain't gonna kill you. Watch it's not gonna kill him. That's right. Yeah, Mary, you watch your mouth, you Mary, liar. Do you want to hear what? We, we should teach him a lesson for life. No, 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 no. Mary, all you have to do is hit one of the buttons on your phone, uh -huh. and you'll teach him a lesson for lying and for treating people badly. I don't okay. treat what anybody badly. What kind of boss badly? do you have, Mary? Excuse me? What kind of boss do you have? Because whatever your boss is, he's an angel compared to this guy. Oh, I don't have a boss. Well, you're going to wish you're going to be glad you don't because if any all bosses were like Ken. Yeah. Hey, let's teach Ken a lesson. Okay. Okay, push a button on your phone. Sorry, Ken. <laughs> Ow! Mary. There you go. Mary. Mary. I hope you ain't burned that ah! shit. You're going to need later on in life. Kid. That's right. Thank you, Mary. I hope that did teach him a lesson. I hope you remember that for a long, long time, Ken. You can't go around treating people like you do. I think Ken needs one of those attached to him all the time. I think. Let's do it again, Mary. Do it again. <laughs> okay. So anytime he act up, call me. Oh, you bet, Mary. We're going to keep your number on speed dial. Okay. Thank you, honey. All right. God bless you. Bye-bye. I love this show. I'm going to be honest with you. I was dreading the okay, show. Okay, now they go on you. Oh, no. And I'm calling Mary back. <laughs> no, not so, Mary. Okay. Not Mary. Not that lady. No, she's mine. She's my secret weapon. No. So in short. Oh, not in Mary. Short, anyone but that lady. Your strategy. Call another number. I'll give you two free phone calls for every one Mary. So your strategy was uh, playing the race card. <laughs> Basically, making me out, making me out to be the man, suggesting that I engage in racial profiling. Yes. Yes, that was your strategy. Yes. What did you think of it? <laughs> Brilliant. Well, it was successful. Wasn't Thank it? you. Yes. Oh. Work it over. Okay, but don't call Mary back. She scares me to you death. Give me his arm, Ken. No, you can take my there arm. We go. Carlo is now. Boy. Carlo okay. is now attached. Anyone but Mary. Anyone but Mary. You know or anyone but Ma anyone. So I don't know how the numbers go. Clay. No, no, don't, don't make that joke. Ken, you can't call Mary. Let's say the rules: you can't call Mary or anyone on her block. Okay, that's fine. I'm just going to call. <sighs> calling out of the phone book not here. Mary, not Mary. Not Mary. We won't call lady. Mary. Not that lady. That lady scares me. Yeah, yeah. No problem. Don't worry. <laughs> not that lady. <laughs> no, no, I'm not calling Mary. Don't worry. Okay. Don't worry. Hello, Maxwell. Hi. Hi. Is this the bartender? Yeah. Hi. You're on the air on WFMU mm -hmm. on seven-second delay. And I was wondering if you have four minutes to spend with us on the phone here. 
I don't know that I'm going to have four minutes to spend with okay. you. Okay. Well, do you have a touch? Are you on a touchstone phone? Yeah. Okay. Basically, we have Andy Breckman, probably the meanest person at WFMU, hooked up to a nine volt battery, and I'm just uh, asking you to just press any button on your telephone to administer a very, very mild electric shock to Andy. Any button on my phone. Any button on your phone. Just do it right now. No, no, no. Not the first minute. I have to be able to talk. <clears throat> no, he can. I have to engage you. No. Well, I got shocked. No, you got to engage, Mary. Um, what happened? Hey, what's your what, name, buddy? Yeah, what's your name? I'm Sean. Sean, what happened was... Oh, Sean, hi, this is Andy. Sean, hey, no, wait think, a second. Wait I a second. I, know I have another no, 30 I... seconds. Sean, what happened was Andy and I are trading the electrodes back and forth, and he just called somebody who shocked me twice. Uh-huh. And I'm just trying to shock him back. So I, I'm. I, this is turnabout is fair play, huh? Exactly. Turnabout is fair play. It really didn't hurt me that bad, but Andy's in mortal fear of okay. getting this small nine. All you have to do is press any button on your touchstone phone, and Andy will receive a small <laughs> no. electrical shock. I have to be able gotcha. to talk. Okay. Now, can I talk? Yes. No! No! Did he do that? Let no! Hey, guys. Ah! <laughs> oh, I felt that. Thank you, Sean. Sean. Hey, I'm getting another call on the other line. Okay, I, thank you, I Sean. Didn't get a Wait, this is absolutely... That's it. But it's not a monologue. It's not, it's not, you can't unilaterally just babble. My, and my, to... my minute was up. Your time had begun. And but you... the, I thought the deal was, I, ow. I, you failed I, to no, dissuade him. No, I didn't say a word. You didn't let me say a word. You failed to dissuade I him. I let you talk to Mary. You failed. <laughs> How did it feel? I felt it. Yeah. It was not pleasant. <laughs> it wasn't as bad as last week's show. You lied to me. <laughs> that was a blast from the past. That was a clip that Paul C. produced from uh, 2000, and it featured call screener Big Carlo, as well as bartender Sean from Maxwell's in Hoboken. Here's another one from uh, Paul C. This was from September 12, 2018 in which we invited women to call up and sing to Andy. Here's a clip from a show called Women Sing to Andy, September 12th, 2018. Oh, my name's Jenny. Hey, Jenny. Thanks so much. This means the world to me. It means almost nothing to Ken, but it means a lot to me. Well, now, I'm really glad. It, it means a lot to me, except that I can't seem to get the lyrics back up again. Well, hold mm. on. Well, well, we'll give you a minute. You can Google the lyrics. If you Google Nobody Does It Better. Uh, that, but I know that you have some sort of special lyrics. Oh, I was just saying, I was just saying it's oh, fun, to, fun okay. to throw in my name, Andy. Never. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, Never just, just throw right. in, We're replace, replace every show. baby, replace every baby with Andy. Okay, yeah. we'll do that. And, and again, I mm -hmm. want to thank uh, the staff at FMU and especially my co-host uh, and boss here, Ken, for letting me indulge myself so completely. With your odd little mm -hmm. fetish. It's like, oh, taking I, a, it's like taking an emotional sponge bath. <laughs> Andy, Andy, come to work today. Enjoy your sponge bath. Thank you, Nobody Kenny. Does. I'm just, excuse me. I'm just typing this in. It. That. Her. And then okay. lyrics. Listen. So, I'm so there. Okay. Mm. Now, Jenny, would you I like really... to sing with the karaoke track, or would you like to go a oh, on your own? Oh, gosh. No, you know, yeah. Without yes, a net. No, it doesn't matter. No, I'm let's so go a cappella. We're going to go a cappella. Yeah, okay. Go. I'm just going to sit back and let, and let your Good. love you, wash over you me. You just sit back and relax and let me get it on the... Thingy. May I just uh, may I just interject before you begin? Oh, Best please. show we've ever done. Well, how could this have taken twenty five years? I don't know. I don't know. We got to do this every week. Yeah, I think so. Because I, I mean, okay. Well, and then next week it'll be we'll sing Eva Destruction for you, Ken, or some <laughs> other your theme <laughs> song. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> interpretive dance. You need an interpretive yeah. dance. Yeah, whatever you want to hear. All right, song. I'm ready. Okay, thank you, Jenny. Here we go. <clears throat> You want me to do it with the track or not? No, acapella. Uh, yeah, acapella would be easier. Nobody does it better, Andy. Makes me feel half sad for the rest. Andy. Nobody does it half as good as you. She's great. Baby, you're sad. I was looking. It tried to hide from your love life, but like heaven above me, the spy who loved me is keeping all my secrets safe. Do I have to keep on going? Yes! Are you kidding? 
Well, sometimes I wish someone. She's amazing. She is amazing. My husband. <laughs> Nobody does it quite the way you do. Why do you have to be so good? Andy. Andy. That's the part that says Andy. Wow, Jenny, Andy, that was great. Yeah, you do it better. Oh, God, I don't have any more lyrics. Oh, Andy, Jenny. you do it like nobody ever did. Jenny, you, God, you made my, you made my year. Andy, I'm sorry. You're dead and in your grave. I don't really couldn't hear that. I couldn't. Thank you. <laughs> you're dead and in your grave. Thank you, Jenny. Thanks. Absolutely. Hey Jenny, if you're not busy, if you're not busy, if you want to save the date, I'd love you to come to my uh, memorial service <laughs> and uh, sing a duet with my wife. Absolutely, we'll do that. Oh, that Thanks. would mean the world to me. Thanks, Jenny. Bye. 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 Now that's talent. She was a real singer. Well, I finally tracked this one down. I wasn't sure what episode it was from. Uh, this is May twenty third, two thousand seven. Planning Ken's funeral and other failed concepts. Uh, I was calling it funeral talk. Who do you think is going to outlive each other? Outlive you or me? Uh, me. Oh, I hope you're wrong. I hope it's me. I really do. Why? Because <laughs> I have a few zingers I want to say. You've been in my eulogy. Yourself. Yeah. No. Can I speak at your eulogy at, at your funeral? Sure. You can give the eulogy. May I? Yes. I have a great opening line. You'll definitely give the most entertaining eulogy. I have a great opening line. What is it? I, I'm going to surprise you. No, I'll, 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 you tell the listeners. I will put my fingers <laughs> in my ears, okay? No, I'll tell Go, Come on. I'll do my eulogy. I'll do my eulogy next week. That could be next week's No, show. I swear to God, I will hum in my ears. I will hold my fingers <laughs> no, in my no, no. ears. No, no, no. I don't have a great opening line. You don't. Well, once I, if I have any ideas, now I can't say it because it wouldn't be great. <laughs> How many people do you think would show up at your funeral? couple of dozen you think anyone from uh, your staff here would show up i think so i don't think they would they don't have to now they'd be free <laughs> they'd be dancing around they'd be putting on the age of aquarius music and dancing around the halls here <laughs> they'd be free baby and what would the monk staff be doing ding dong the witch is dead <laughs> they'd be out in the, in the streets of summit <laughs> oh you'd probably have more people show up yeah, they'd announce it on the air. Would they? No, I don't know. Like a PSA? They'd give away free tickets? Who knows? No, we have had... What music would you like played? Uh, boy, oh boy, that's a good question. You know, a bunch of FMU staff members have passed away. And, oh. and I've gone to all the funerals. And almost every single one, the music has been so completely inappropriate. These are people who, you know, had a musical life. Were they picked out by spouses and family members? I don't know who picked it. What would you, well, why don't you declare it now? This is, this is a record? This is a permanent record? Jeez, For I, me, it's an easy one. I get around by the Beach Boys. <laughs> <laughs> it's a no-brainer for me. How about you? I don't know. I haven't thought about why it. Why did you say I get around? I don't want I get around. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't that be baffling if that suddenly came on at a, at a funeral, at a memorial service? Well, I I'm mean, getting bugged driving up and down the same. It just would make no sense. But that's usually what happens when you go to when you when I've gone to these DJs. But what's funerals. your favorite song? What song do you think you've played more often than any other song? I don't have a favorite song. I don't. I, well, okay, I'm not asking. What song have you played most often or listened to most often in your life? I have, besides Maggie May, everyone <laughs> says Maggie May by Rod Stewart. Besides that, I have no idea. It, 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 the one song I've played myself at home more. It's, yeah, it's probably a Beatles song or a Neil Young song or something. Well, then that's a good, that's appropriate. And what Neil Young song? Is there any song that brings tears to your eyes whenever you hear it? No. <clears throat> nope. One of those Neil Young junkie songs? <laughs> <laughs> Needle in the Damage Done? Needle in the no. Damage Done? No. But I, w I absolutely would not want a Beatles song or a Neil Young song at my funeral. Okay. It's just that, you know, I've liked them since I was a little kid. Well, that would mean something. That's a reflection of you. I'm saying, okay, now, I'm playing Winter Long by Neil Young at your funeral. That would not be so bad. I know. It's a fantastic Until song. we come up with something better, you have my permission. Winter Long.
to play that song and to give the, the live the live from live rust or the studio version uh the studio version fantastic yeah and the eulogy better be funny I've it had better be ideas. funny i got a couple <laughs> great ideas <laughs> i've got two words just a little taste ventriloquist doll <laughs> <laughs> i'm bringing it here's the final uh clip that was put together by listener paul c thank you paul he put together six clips for tonight's program. Uh, this one was from just last year when, uh, when our uh, producer Heather organized a cheerleading squad to come in to cheer for Andy and against me. Hello, Ken and Andy. This is listener Paul from Santa Cruz, California. This is a clip. Uh, when I get home, I'm going to find the exact date. It's the Felician University cheerleaders uh, with some pretty nasty cheers about Ken. I think this is one of Andy's favorite episodes. I like this one because they are so creative and improvising these cheers on the spot. This is from the episode called Who Died First? Featuring the Felician University Cheer Dance Team, September 28th, 2022. Listen to this, Ken. He'll take down Ken Nee when he comes his way. What did we say? Andy, don't play. He'll take down Ken Nee when he comes his way. What did we say? What did they say? I don't play, Ken. I'll take take down Kenny. Yeah. Okay, that should these rattle are, them. These are being kind of mean to me. Two zero one two zero nine nine three six eight. Exactly. They're the Breckmanettes. We'll hear from your cheerleaders when they arrive. I guess they're stuck in traffic. Uh, I, I actually couldn't find uh, a cheerleading squad that was willing to do it for me. Yeah. How how did you manage to get the uh, Felician University cheer dance? Team? I got Heather drunk. That's uh-huh. the first step. Okay. And she made some calls. Okay. Yeah. Okay, we're ready with the next call. Hi, okay. you're, hi you're on the air. Okay, two, two deceased celebrities. Who died first? Here we go. Go ahead, caller. Lieber and Stoller. Ooh. Oh, good one. Songwriters, Lieber and Stoller. All right, I'm ready with my guess. Did they, is it, maybe it's a trick question. Maybe they died together. Maybe it was a head-on collision. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, this is a complete guess on my part. You're ready with your guess? Yep. Okay, I'll say Stoller. Oh, well, if you're going to say Stoller, then I'm going to say Lieber. Okay. Caller? Lieber died in 2011. I win! died yet. I win, oh, and I take the lead. Yet. Okay. Oh. Hey, guys. I've lost the lead. What do we have to, what do we have to say? Hold on. Here we go. We have one for a kid. Okay. B-O-O. Boo, Ken! Yeah, exactly. Ken! Boo, Ken. Boo. Oh, oh. Yeah. Ken. Boo, Ken. Exactly right. Ken. Yes. Boo, Ken. Exactly. Oh, oh, Ken. Could you hear that, Ken? They should be cheering me. I'm in the lead. <laughs> no, but but they're, the, they're, they're, they're on my side of the court. Uh, we're out of time. This is WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope in New York City and Rockland County at 91.9 FM. Online at WFMU.org. We have time for... One more clip, this one by T. Roberts, in which Andy plays the race card yet again, and it backfires spectacularly. Okay, what we need on the phone is someone from a minority group, like, uh, oh, a Jew, or an African-American, or a disabled person. So you or can, Carlo. So you can use them and make fun of them. So you can use this no, person. No, they would be on our team. Oh, they would I be, see. Oh. We, and the idea would be we would put them on the phone. They would, they would sit quietly on their line waiting to spring out, waiting to ambush someone. And then we'll call someone at random, just dial a number at random. We will ask them a couple of general sort of polling questions about their attitude about society. And if they say anything that could be construed as bigoted, as most people would if they were being honest, uh, we have our uh, we have our minority member leap out and confront uh, the caller. It's a perfect show. 
Okay, so all we need now is someone from a minority group. Do we have any minority groups listening at all? No. Okay, we need a black guy. We need, worst comes to worst, I guess. Well, I don't want to just say woman. Uh, a, a gay man, a lesbian woman would be great. Mm-hmm. So you can use them. Yes. Oh, you're, oh, so you're saying that you're just trying to discourage calls. 201-200-9368. Here we go. Okay, let's put our black guy on the phone. Hi. Hi. Hello. Thanks for calling. How are you doing? Doing fine. Okay. What's, what's so, your name? Uh, my name's uh, Jason. Hi, Jason. Jason. Okay, you know how this works? You're willing to go through with this, huh? Yeah. Okay, yeah. so here's so you're an Afro-American male, obviously, right? Yeah, I'm... Um... Angry about how the society's treating you? Yeah, it, everything's so bigoted today. Yeah, everything's so racist and bigoted, right. Oh, man, I bet you'd want to confront someone that's part of the part of the problem, right? Oh, I'm just trying to hold myself back right now. That's all. Perfect. Okay, you just hold yourself back for a couple of minutes. We're going to call someone at random. I'm going to ask him a couple of questions, and then I'm going to try to elicit, uh, you know, some honest responses. And maybe maybe one of those responses will be uh, you. We, we would consider... Uh, we we could interpret as uh, as bigoted, and then we'll be all over. Okay. Okay. So you just you just hold back. Okay. Let's go. All right. I'm going to start calling uh, people at random. People at random. Okay. Okay, Jason. You with us? If yeah, you say my name, you can't say that you're me. If Why you, not? If you identify yourself as me, I'm hanging up on oh, Jason. That's so funny. And I'm turning off your it's, microphone. I'll prove to you it's funny, Jason. You're you're you be the judge of this. Uh, hey, hi, uh, you're on WFMU, and my name is Ken Friedman. Um, that's... Okay, not very funny. Okay, I won't do it. Okay. This In person's America first today. name is A. A? <clears throat> no. A? A. Just the letter A? The letter A. No, it's like A is... It's... Hello? Oh, hi, uh, my name is Andy Breckman. I'm calling from WFMU. You're on the air right now. Really? Yes, it's a radio station, and you're on the air right now. I'm here with my uh, co-host, Ken Friedman. Ken Friedman. Ken Friedman, and my name is Amy Brockman. And uh, the name of our show is uh, Wednesday Soapbox. And we're just doing a little uh, little polling, and I wonder if you have just 30 seconds to help us out. Sure. Just tell us what you would do. I'm just going to pose a hypothetical, ethical sort of dilemma. Okay? You're, you're, you're a Caucasian man, is that correct? No. You're not a Caucasian man? No. I stand corrected. What, what, uh, what ethnic group are you in? I'm a black man. <laughs> You're a you're a black man. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. You... scale the blue scale is very simple very useful but also very simple to build all you have to do is know your minor pentatonic scales so in this case I was playing A
blues come so many different ways until it's kind of a hard to explain. Love me tenderly What would you like to hear? Mama, mama, do you want to rumble with me? I don't want to hear that. I don't want to hear that. Well, we're going to rock, we're going to rock and roll tonight. I like that. We're going to rock, we're going to rock, we're going to rock and roll tonight. We're going to rock and rock. Everybody's doing the mess around. 